welcome to the leadership series on the sofa with Angie. I'm Angie Vo, the founder and CEO of Women in Tech Forum, and I'm joined here today by Diana Tafula, who is the Director of Engineering for Adobe Target in Bucharest. Uh, Diana, it's an absolute pleasure to chat to you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Angie. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here today. Thank you. Um, so Diana, so you're the director of engineering for Adobe. Um, what prompted you to start your career journey in engineering and software development? So actually, uh, I had no plans uh, in the beginning of my career uh, to to start in uh, in the technology field. I even recall that. Um, when I was in high school, I was pretty frustrated that I didn't know what I wanted to do further on. And I was admiring and at the same time, envying the, the people uh, around me who knew what they wanted to do in their uh, career. But back then I, I liked math uh, quite a lot. And uh, I had a friend who became my mentor, although back then neither of us uh, knew he was mentoring me, but uh, he was four years my senior and uh, he was studying computer science. So what happened was that he introduced me to the world of algorithms and somehow convinced me to at least try to apply at university and study computer science. So what I did was to uh, apply to three universities and to pass uh, uh, quite a few admission uh, tests. And um, I applied to uh, computer science and uh, finance and uh, uh, diplomatic affairs, don't laugh. <laughs> and uh, eventually I, I, uh, I chose computer science because it was uh, closer to my heart. And uh, here I am now. And uh, I'm looking looking back. I'm uh, pretty happy with uh, what I chose back then. Excellent. So you're intrigued from an early age, and you you know you studied us at university, and so now 18 years on, um, you're director of engineering. I'd love to hear more about your career journey over the past 18 years. Yeah. So. Uh, what happened after college or actually uh, in, uh, in my senior year was that uh, Oracle uh, came to our university and selected uh, five students uh, for a recruitment uh, process. They had a project and they needed uh, uh, some juniors. And I was the happy, uh, I was happy to be one of uh, the students they selected. Now to uh, give you a bit more context, um, at that time, Oracle was a big name in Bucharest, in Romania, and they had the best specialists on the market. So it was a huge opportunity for me to be part of their team and to be selected to work in a project with uh, Oracle consultants. So my first job was um, uh, as a consultant, and I was implementing Oracle ERP at a uh, big public institution, the biggest uh, natural gas provider for uh, Romania and for Europe as well. And uh, I, I wrote uh, a lot of PLSQL and SQL code and uh, I traveled a lot during that uh, year. I learned a lot, but after one year, I, uh, I thought about uh, what I would like to do further on and decided I had uh, to change a little bit, to adjust a little bit my path. So 
I stepped into uh, a backend developer role where I stayed for many years. And um, at some point in my career, my manager um, offered me the opportunity uh, to switch to a management role. And uh, that I had no plan in, in that uh, direction, uh, but uh, he kind of uh, challenged and, and pushed me. And um, it, uh, I, I decided to try it and uh, I liked it. So here I am still uh, on that path. And uh, I'm grateful to uh, the, the manager I had back then that he challenged me to take this new opportunity. Fantastic. And, you know, it's still quite unusual to have uh, sort of female engineers. They are still very much underrepresented in the tech industry and even less so at a senior management level. Um, so what are some of the challenges that uh, that you face in your career as a female um, sort of in engineering and software development? Yeah, a, a career in software development uh, is highly rewarding, but at the same time is also challenging for uh, everyone who is in this uh, industry. And it's challenging because technology evolves uh, very rapidly and uh, you need to stay relevant uh, from technological point of view. And that requires extra learning, extra effort and extra time investment. Now, as a woman in this uh, field, uh, I, I believe we have extra challenges because motherhood comes, for example, with what uh, uh, comes in our lives as another full-time job. Um, housing or, or chores and everything that we have to do to support our families and uh, uh, yeah, even friends, that also comes uh, as an extra overhead for us women. I'm not saying that for men uh, it's easy, but uh, I believe that uh, us women have uh, extra challenges and everything happens in the same uh, slot of time. We, the day has 24 hours for everyone. So for women, I think I think it's it's more challenging because the time they are allowed uh, or they they can afford to learn uh, and to stay relevant is shorter uh, compared to uh, the one that men have. Um, in in my opinion, for example, I recall that when I became a mom, uh, I felt so stretched. At least in the first three years, uh, I felt so stretched, and I felt I had to deal with so many things. In parallel, a full-time job uh, as a professional, a full-time job as a mom, I had I had to deal with a lot of guilt because I felt guilty. I had to focus on my work, and I didn't have full time um, or focus uh, on on my child. But uh, at uh, when I was at home, I was also having this feeling of guilt because. I felt I didn't have enough time to continue to learn and to progress at the pace I, I wanted. So it was very, very challenging. And then a few years later, uh, I decided to uh, uh, to follow a, uh, an MBA. And that also brought the extra challenge because uh, now I had almost three uh, full-time jobs. And uh, I realized it, it was really, really uh, complicated to to juggle and to, to deal with uh, all uh, uh, 
three uh, tracks that was consuming my time. So it's very hard as a, as a working mother, as you said, to um, to sort of balance everything. And also there's the, the guilt as well. Um, did you have to make any sacrifices along the way? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, what I think that the, the period in my life when I, I did uh, most of the sacrifices was while I was uh, studying for my MBA. Uh, there were two years in my life when uh, my entire energy and focus was spent on studying and on my job and then on my child. And to be honest, uh, um, besides studying and, and job and some things from, from my child's life, I don't recall too much. I didn't have any time at all uh, to invest in social commitments or even in family events and I recall that I, uh, I lost many friends back then because I did not have the time to be part of their lives. So it was a, uh, it was a decision that I made back then, but I was not fully aware of all the costs that uh, would come with uh, uh, the benefits that I got from having the MBA. So yeah, it's a trade-off. It's always a trade-off. Absolutely. And it's about making conscious decisions. And, and as you said, being aware of if I take this route, what am I willing to sacrifice? Because as you said, we only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. And what advice would you give to other working mums out there who are trying to juggle uh, working full time, you know, running a family home? you know, sharing the childcare. Um, what advice would you give to, to other women in a similar position? Mm. I think the best advice that I, I can provide is to seek for help, to ask for help and to accept all the help they, they can get. Uh, it's something I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know to, to ask for help. I didn't know to accept it when I got it. I even took pride to, uh, to be overwhelmed with all the things that I had to, to juggle with. And it's now that I realize how important it is to have some space uh, to think, uh, to do stuff for yourself as a woman, uh, and also to enjoy the, the journey, to enjoy the ride. Because when you are overwhelmed, you have no space and you are running in a very organized way, but there is no space for creativity, for uh, uh, serendipity, for things that uh, bring us joy in life. So this is my, uh, my advice. Just get all the help you, you, you can have, externalize everything you can do, like, uh, uh, I don't know, chores in the house or, or everything that eats of, of your time and just create space for yourself and give you time to uh, enjoy the, the journey. That's such great advice. And, and I'm sure a lot of women can relate to that. And, you know, it's the importance of carving out that time just for yourself, and, but also to find the joy, even in the most mundane activities. Otherwise you feel like you're constantly moving from one sort of to-do list to the next. But actually just enjoy the journey, even if it's things that we don't really enjoy doing, such as chores in my case. Um, Absolutely, yeah. 
(laughs) Definitely. Um, So obviously you finished your MBA now, um, you know, you're running a team um, in Adobe. Um, How do you stay relevant? How do you stay ahead of the the latest sort of technological developments? Uh, In in our uh, area, I think... uh it's it's very important to to stay curious because again technology evolves at a uh, fast pace everything changes from one month to another uh, and uh, in order to to stay uh, uh, technically relevant you need to continuously learn you need to stay curious to explore to talk to people to learn from them to read um, and this is what I'm trying to do. I wouldn't say uh, necessarily that uh, I am ahead of the latest technologies, but I'm trying to to stay relevant from a technological point of view. Absolutely. And she said, always be curious, have that growth mindset, be open. Um, and, you know, because we, we need to, particularly in tech that moves so quickly, it's yeah. important to, to be aware of what's going on, but also to be ahead of the curve as well. Um, so switching uh, train of thought now onto um, diversity and inclusion. So this is an area that you're really passionate about. Uh, I'd love to hear more about the work that you're doing in the areas of diversity and inclusion. Yeah, so diversity and inclusion is, is a topic very uh, dear to, to my heart. And this is why I decided to uh, try to, to change things and to be part of the change and to, to move uh, things uh, forward. Uh, for me, diversity and inclusion uh, means to, to have a voice, uh, to have a seat at the table, to have equal opportunities, um, not because uh, we are women or despite of the fact that we are women, but because we are, we are, we are professionals and we know how to do uh, our, our job. Uh, it's about uh, being treated fairly. So at the end of the, of the day, it's, it's about fairness and balance at the same time. Uh, being a mom of a girl, uh, for me, brings somehow extra motivation to, to be involved in diversity and inclusion. Uh, because this is uh, how I feel I can shape her path. I can mentor her and I can support her in having uh, and making uh, better decisions in, in her life. So uh, in, in our site, um, I had the, the opportunity to work and I, I, I have the opportunity, opportunity actually to work with uh, very smart people, uh, a team of great uh, people who volunteer their time and effort to support diversity and inclusion. But I, I also uh, have, uh, and I'm grateful for, for that, I have the support of our senior leader, the site leader, who is a uh, big uh, uh, supporter of diversity and inclusion and uh, of women. And this is how we managed to change things and to have so many programs for women and uh, underrepresented categories in, in our site. Excellent. Thank you. And Adobe is also a platinum sponsor of Women in Tech Forum. How is this helping you and your team develop in, in their careers? 
Oh, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Women in Tech Forum, and I love the platform uh, that uh, that you you have. Uh, I find their uh, inspiration. I love the podcast, and uh, for example, when I'm commuting, I I love to to listen to uh, those smart women who that you you interview, and it's a pleasure. They give me great uh, uh, state of mind and they give me energy uh, I love the articles I love the well-being uh, uh, part so whenever I, um, I I look for inspiration or I want to hear uh, something smart uh, that's the first place uh, where I go I also feel I'm a part of a community because there are more than 500 uh, women in the uh, slack channel and whenever uh, I, I need support or I have a question to ask, it's, it's the place where I can do that. And uh, that great, that gives me a great feeling and I'm grateful for having the, the chance to be part of this community. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Diana. And, and thank you so much for being a part of the community and sharing your experiences and your journey um, in engineering and software development. And hopefully that will inspire other women uh, and girls out there who are looking to, you know, go down a more technical route that it is possible and you can reach the, the top of your game. Um, so, Diana, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure.